Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate, and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Hope you're all doing well. Always means a lot you taking the time to tune in and reach out to me. Of course, I say it every week, Full Count Chaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Full Count Chaos. Always, always love hearing from you. Season is getting closer. It was nice to see the Orioles play on TV the other day. Still, don't know what the hell is happening here in 2021. We've been talking about this for years, about televising some spring training games. You know, it's just still not happening. But there are some baseball fans that want nothing to do with spring training. They don't care. They want nothing to do with it. I did get an email that came in. Going to read in just a little bit. Big fan of baseball. Big fan of the Orioles. But he doesn't even want to talk about spring training. But he does have a question towards the end pertaining to uh, him being a fan. Also got an email, received advice from Trevor (laughs) stating I should watch Let Him Go on Netflix. Now, as you know, if you tune in all the time, I always like talking about new shit to to watch. And Let Him Go with uh, good old Kevin Costner. Holy hell. I did check it out. (laughs) I'm going to go with don't watch it. That movie was terrible. Lazy writing at the end. And the stepdaughter-in-law is a certified dickbag who should have been shot in both feet. That's all I'm going to say. And then buy her slippers the next year for Christmas to rub it in. I love Kevin Costner. Love a Kevin Costner movie. Not too many of his movies that I've walked away saying I hate it. Except for, uh, what was it, Waterland? What? No. Something Water. <laughs> Can't remember what the hell that movie was called. Uh, uh, water world, Waterland, <laughs> jackass. But other than that, Costner's got his shit together. I mean, you really can't go wrong with Kevin Costner. That's why I was excited. I mean, come on, what do you got? Tin Cup, Dances with Wolves. Come on, Bull Durham, The Untouchables. We got JFK, Draft Day. I gotta say, I really enjoyed. Uh, what else? We got Field of Dreams, of course. Anyway, so yeah, you know, the movie ended. <laughs> And we decided never to watch that movie again. Now, it is a thought that counts, so I do appreciate that. But if you reach out and you give me advice to watch something, I will come back on the show and say whether or not I like it. Because if I do, I want to look out for you all. And if I don't, I also want to look out for you all and tell you, don't waste your time. (laughs) But again, thank you, Trevor. Appreciate it. All right. So another email I want to get to that came in. Uh, This gentleman by the name of Ron from Hagerstown, Maryland. I always love when you put where you're from. All right, so he writes in. He says, I have been an Orioles fan since I was drinking formula and eating mashed up peas. Okay. My parents had me in Orioles onesies and booties as soon as I was born. I never miss a regular season game, and I have been to at least 100 Oriole games in my time. But in 29 years of being a hardcore baseball fan, Spring training baseball has never been exciting to me at all. Maybe going down south to watch some games would be cool to visit Sarasota, Florida. But other than that, I have no interest in reading, watching, or talking about spring training baseball. 
This time of year, I listen to your podcast for the laughs, but not for spring training baseball. Does that make me a fair weather fan? My cousin and I had a shouting match about this the other night. All right, appreciate the email. Nothing wrong with a little shouting match. I know how that goes. I used to get in a shit ton of shouting matches pertaining to sports back in the day. I mean, brutal. But, you know, a couple years of therapy, never hurt anybody. Now I'm cool as ice, you know? No, uh, no shouting matches here. But back in the day, if we were disagreeing on something with sports, whatever it was we were talking about, my goal right then and there would be to make sure that I prove that you are wrong. But now, hey, we can have fun. But pertaining to uh, asking about if you're a fair weather fan, no. I don't agree with that. I, 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 There's different levels of fans. We're all fanatics. We're all crazy. We all love the Orioles. But look, there's a lot of sport fans out there uh, that don't like the preseason slash spring training bullshit. I mean, my dad, I mean, for shit's sake, he used to wear an Orioles jersey and pitch for the or- Orioles, and he doesn't even really care about spring training. But he does get excited knowing baseball season has officially started. But he's not tuning into the games, reading all the articles. Now, when the season starts, he doesn't miss a game, doesn't miss an article. I don't know. It's just the way it is. So I I wouldn't say that you're a fair-weather fan. Now, if you said that you don't like the Orioles unless they win all the time or you only go to the games when they reach the playoffs in in Camden Yards, then, yeah, I'd say, all right, you uh, might need to admit this one. you got to be honest to yourself. You are a fair-weather fan. I Look, I don't paint my face black and orange and wear full body suits when I go to Camden Yards and run around trying to get everyone to do the O-R-I-O-L-E-S chant. Doesn't mean I'm not a diehard, hardcore Orioles fan myself. Everybody's different when it comes to being a fan. So if you hear, if you're tuned in right now, you heard Ron's email and you want to give your opinion on whether or not he's a fair weather fan just because he wants nothing to do with spring training. I mean, he did say he wants nothing. He doesn't want to watch it. He doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to hear about it. But when it comes to the regular season, he's there. I'm assuming, regardless whether they are a winning team or not, you're there, Ron. So I always appreciate the email. Again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Big week, man. Nick Marcakis. I'm sure if you're an Orioles fan, that, that name sounds familiar. I want to talk about that because it still stings. Him leaving the Orioles and seeing him in those photos I was seeing on Twitter of him wearing the Atlanta Braves jersey. Of course, I know it was a long time ago that he hasn't played for the Orioles, but it still hurts. I don't know, man. Love me some Nick Marcakis. But real quick, hear me out. It's going to take about 45 seconds to a minute. I always like bringing to your attention some cool shit. eBay.com slash sneakers. Now, I buy shoes online all the time. Now, buying sneakers from eBay, a team of experienced sneaker authenticators, they verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and is customized with the sneaker's details. Now, it's free. If you're selling the sneakers, it's free to sell sneakers $100 plus on eBay. And thanks to eBay's authenticity guarantee, verified returns make the whole transaction worry-free. Now, with other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for, well, more sneakers. eBay, 
dot com slash sneakers. All right, so I'm sure you've heard, obviously, about Nick Markakis. It always stung seeing him playing in an Atlanta Braves jersey. You know, I mean, obviously, that, that's been a while ago, but, it, it, like, the, the photos all over Twitter, it was a, most of them that I saw were him in the Atlanta Braves jersey. And I'm like, come on, that just that still doesn't look right. Get him back in that Orioles jersey. Uh, my wife had a huge crush on that guy. What, whose wife didn't have a crush on him? I'm sure she still does. She used to make me wear a baseball glove and a Marcakis jersey during sex. She called it role-playing. I called it abuse. But anyway, and how I used to brag about, you know, I haven't been to a game, shit, all year, right? It's been a year, like everybody else. But uh, my my family, my cousin, has uh, tickets right there at the uh, at the row, end of the row, first row, uh, dugout of the Orioles. Now, my wife and I would be sitting there, and every time Nick Markakis would come back, <laughs> he would make eye contact with Beth, and I could tell she was starting to get all flushed in the face, and I would put my arm around her and look right at Nick and shake my head. You know, that's my girl. You back off. Guy can get any girl he wants. Don't come on mine. Whoa, that sounded sounded interesting. Uh, let's not say that again. So 15 years of some damn fine baseball, Nicholas Markakis, Seventh pick, 2003 Orioles, three-time gold glover. Markakis holds the record for consecutive games without an error for an outfielder at 398. Now, I a lot of this, obviously, I, I've been reading a lot. I, I have people send me fun facts and texts. I see Twitter. So, again, this isn't something where I just remembered off the top of my head. Uh, Markakis also played in no fewer than 104 games during his career. He appeared in 2,074 games in right field, eighth most in MLB history. Here's what he said. He says, I tell myself all the time, whether it is now or if I was fortunate enough to get that opportunity to be a Hall of Famer, to get that many hits, 3,000 hits or 2,400 hits, it's not going to define the player that I was. He says, I think I played the right way, and that's all that really matters to me. The guy just, you know, when he talks, I want to hear what he has to say. I love it. My Uncle Vince actually got to hang out with Nick Markakis, a company he used to work for. You know how some companies, they have like a getaway day. It's like they want everyone to bond. We're going to get away and we're going to learn about each other. Well, his company and his department, their getaway day was having a nine-inning game at Camden Yards. And Nick Markakis was one of the coaches. I forgot who the other one was, but. He said when he was in the batter's box, Nick Nick would be standing about five feet behind him, and he couldn't hear a word he was saying. He said he was so soft-spoken, but, you know, he wasn't about to turn around and, and tell Nick Markakis, hey, can you speak up? So he just kind of nodded and pretended he heard the instructions. He always wished he could hear uh, the advice that Nick was giving him. Not too many people can say they got batting instructions from Nick Markakis, but, you know, in between innings, he said he was just a sweet guy. Nice, very funny, he said. He had them all laughing. But uh, I, I don't hear anything bad about Markakis ever. Never heard any story where he's turned down an autograph, you know. He's told a kid to, you know, get the hell out of my face. What are you doing? I'm trying to eat with my family. Anything like that. Always just good shit about the guy. Just a all-around good dude. Now, here's a fun fact about old Nick Markakis. He played on the Greek Olympic team at the 2004 Athens game alongside 
Clay Ballinger, father of Cody. Yeah, this is just shit I'm seeing on Twitter, folks. I'm not exactly you're not tuning in to going, hey, I want to learn some shit about Nick Marcakis that nobody else knows. No, this is just shit I'm reading. I think it's interesting, and I want to share with you if you didn't know it. Here's another fun fact. In Orioles history, only four players played at least as many games as Marcakis, which is 1,365, and reached base at a higher clip at 358. Those players, Ken Singleton, Eddie Murray, I'm sure you've heard of him, Brady Anderson, I'm sure a lot of uh, people have his poster with his jeans. Didn't he have like pubes hanging out of the top of his jeans? Really awkward poster. And Boog Powell, who we see all the time walking into the games. Only five right fielders recorded more career putouts in MLB history. Marquez is his career total of 2,388 hits, two more than Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg. You know, yeah, of course. It would have been awesome, badass to see Nick Marquez get to 3,000. He'd deserve every hit. Well, of course. <laughs> I'd be dumb to say, well, he only deserved about 80% of those hits. But 2020 fucked everything up. I'm, I'm curious. Nick did play a full season, got you know between 160, 180 hits, and he gets the momentum. He's getting closer to 3,000. I wonder if he would have stuck around. But with this past year, it just slowed everything up. Got Gotten everyone's momentum. Just fucked it all up. Such a shit show year. Now, I don't know if I've talked about this before on here, but Marquez saved my life. He did. There was a game in 2012. It was about, I think, April 8th. It was like the first week of the season. And I had shorts on and a t-shirt. I guess... I thought to myself, baseball, summer, <laughs> warm weather, let's put on a shorts and t-shirt. Now, I did bring a sweatshirt, but of course, I left it in the car. Now, I'm walking in and I'm like, man, you know, it can't, <laughs> can't be more than 50 degrees. Hopefully, it doesn't get any colder. Well, fuck me. It got down to like 28 degrees. It's the eighth inning. I'm sitting there shaking. Um, my teeth are chattering. I'm blue on my fingers, my legs. It's no bueno. Nobody had a coat that they could offer me. So I just sat there and I had to take it like a man. Well, of course, in 20-degree weather, sitting in shorts and t-shirt, and there was a breeze, so that didn't help. <laughs> they go in extra innings, of course. And my cousin, he didn't want to leave. If there was... 40 innings in a game, and it was 3 in the morning, and he had to work at 4 o'clock that morning in an hour, he would stay till the end. He's a hardcore fan. 10th inning, bottom of the 10th. I'm sitting there thinking, all right, I'm going to have to get my hands chopped off, my feet chopped Dark blue at this point. And what does Nick Marquez do? Hits a walk-off. Oh, my God, I was jumping up and down. Well, actually, I don't think I was moving. <laughs> I couldn't move. I wanted to jump up and down and celebrate. I was so happy. It, it was as if seeing me celebrate, you'd think that Nick Marquez just hit the walk-off to go to the World Series. I was just thrilled I could get back in the car. Now, I think I even peed myself twice from like the sixth inning to the eighth inning. I was so cold, I didn't know what was happening. But good old Nick came through, <laughs> hit a walk-off for me, and we could go home. I know there's a ton of Nick Marcakis stories out there. I'm sure you have a bunch being an Orioles fan watching him play, but I don't know. That one just sticks with me. Like I said, I think he saved my life hitting that walk off. My cousin would have looked at me and be like, why are you neon blue? <laughs> why? Come on. Let's go. We're walking to the car. Why can't you move? Oh, man. Well, 
wonder what he's going to do for retirement. I don't think I've ever seen any videos or photos of him golfing. But being retired, got a lot of time ahead of yourself. wonder if he'll, uh, somebody will say, hey, let's go out to the course. And he realizes he loves the game of golf. So, anyway, uh, if you have any great stories about Nick Marquez because you want to share, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Nick, congrats. You deserve it. Hope you enjoy the retirement. And speaking of retirement, there is a way, there's a chance that you could retire right now. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA, college basketball right now. There is a $100,000 Bracket Madness contest as BetOnline is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered all the news, scores, odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, of course, if you do win the big bucks and you go, holy shit, I can retire. Hey, come on. Don't forget who brought it to your attention. You know, slip me a little something. Say, here's uh, here's for helping me out. No, I'm kidding. I, I do hope you log on. BetOnline.ag. Win yourself some money and try to enjoy the rest of your life work free. Now, obviously, 2021 has arrived. Still scary shit. Virus is still happening. But things are starting to slowly, quote unquote, come back to normal. I know friends and, and, and family have gotten their vaccines. Um, I'm on a list. Hope you are. I've, I've heard some crazy stories like people who are 40, perfectly healthy. They just walked up, made an appointment, got their vaccine and out the door. No questions asked. So <laughs> kind of like, all right, well, fuck that. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get on a list. And unfortunately, I, I still know friends who are getting sick. And it's not good. So this shit is definitely still out there. And I hope you guys are still being safe. We're not out of it yet. Slowly trying to get back to normal. And Camden Yards, the Orioles decided, all right, we're going to start bringing some fans in. (laughs) They announced 11,000 fans per game. Now, when that was announced, look, a lot of jokes came flying off the rails after people seeing that tweet. I mean, come on. It wasn't a shocker to see so many jokes from people posting about Orioles attendance. Look, I watch every game on television and I can clearly see Camden Yards. There's no one there. It looks like Hootie and the Blowfish concert was happening. Nobody was in the seats. So seeing the news about Camden Yards only allowing 11,000 fans, it's kind of ironic. You know, but fans still need to wear masks, which of course that's how it should be. I still know people who are in the hospital sick Still getting COVID, so obviously it's still out there. But for some reason, like 45 minutes to an hour, if I wear a mask, I feel like I'm going to pass the hell out. I don't know if I'm wearing a mask too small or what. I just start panicking. And again, I wear it. If I feel that way, oh well. If I'm indoors, I don't take it off till I'm outside. But I I don't know what the hell happens. I was getting my hair cut the other night, and I thought I was going to pass out wearing it. The woman cutting my hair could see on my face that something was wrong. So she's obviously asking me quickly, are you okay? I had to step outside. I don't know what the hell happened. But to help out with safe seating, Camden Yard said they will proceed forward with pod seating, format with groups of two, four, or six fans seated together, at least six feet apart. Obviously, the Orioles are going to begin reseating their Birdland membership holders, and they're going to reach out to everybody. They said they will be notified by email. 
So if you have season tickets, you're wondering what the hell is happening, check your email. They should be reaching out to you by now. But for opening day, I've said this for years, and, and a ton of people agree with me. I think it should be considered a holiday. It's like one of those floating holidays where if you want to take off work, go for it. It's there if you need it. You know, just stay home or go to the game, whatever you're doing, and enjoy opening day of baseball. 11,000 fans, though. They, it just won't feel the same, in my opinion. I'm sure everybody who's still going is going to enjoy themselves. Pickles Pub still is going to be crowded with 8 a.m. beer drinkers. But with everyone standing around wearing their masks. And again, I'm, I'm not against wearing masks. I'm just saying, obviously, because of these times, of course, everything's going to seem a little different. But if you're headed to opening day, I want to hear from you. Did you enjoy it? How'd it go down? Again, it's still baseball. It's still opening day. Who gives a fuck what, how many people are showing up or how, you know, whether you got to wear a mask or not. It's baseball and you're going to have fun. You know what I'm saying? It always seems like opening day, it's like 20 degrees warmer than every day from like the past couple weeks. <laughs> it's like Mother Nature is an Orioles fan and she just makes sure that. Uh, she takes care of everybody at the game. So, again, if you're going to opening day, be careful. Hope you have fun. Usually I say, hey, have a natty bow on me, but they don't sell them anymore at Camden Yards. If I remember, unless they brought them back. It's like everybody I talked to, they're like, oh, I hate natty bow. But when they were taking it away from Camden Yards, everybody was so upset. Why would you do that? It's like, you don't even like natty bow. So Tuesday, I... They showed the game on MLB Network on TV, watching the Orioles. Turned on just in time to watch Hayes hit a laser up the middle for a base hit. Also saw Dean Kremer pitch a gem. His his slider's absolutely filthy, like spank me nasty filthy. Three innings pitched, three strikeouts, one hit, one walk. Then Bruce Zimmerman, a lot of conversations about old Zimmy boy. Uh, he also had a good day. Three innings pitched, two strikeouts. Then Nelson Cruz. He's another guy that it, it, it stings a little bit to know that the Orioles could have had him for another four years. Uh, obviously, his contract would have been up. Who knows what would have happened at that point? It's like I was talking about it stings a little bit with uh, Nick Markakis. Sting seeing him in, in uh, play the playoffs with the Braves. I was happy to see he's in the All-Star game, but again, it just stung a little bit. So here comes Nelson Cruz up to bat. Boom! He crushed one. As I'm talking right now, it, the ball may have just landed a couple minutes ago. It was a foul ball, but holy shit, that dude can still crush the ball. A little bit here and there, I'm starting to hear the conversations kind of like David Ortiz. Like, come on. He's this old, and he's still crushing home runs. Like, whatever he's taking, obviously these uh, urine tests are not picking it up. But I still love watching Nelson Cruz just completely destroy the ball, and, and good for him. But, yeah. Every now and then, Nelson Cruz gets brought up and people, even Oriole fans, who would have loved to see Nelson Cruz come on the team saying, I don't know, it's, it's sounding a little suspect, him still crushing home runs like this. Uh, so yeah, good for Nelson, playing for the Twins still, crushing home runs. Uh, Friday, John Means pitch, four innings pitch, two, um, I'm sorry, two hits, four strikeouts, one walk, one earned run, threw 60 pitches, 42 of them for strikes. So that was a good outing. Good for John. Paul Fry uh, gave up three run, gave up a three-run homer. He's allowed nine runs and ten hits in three innings. 
this spring. Not good. Not good at all. Whether it's spring training or not, that's not good. And then if you didn't hear the news, Hunter Harvey. Oh, what? He just doesn't seem to be built for throwing 98 to 100 miles per hour. I mean, anybody who throws that hard, that kind of stress on your body can't be good, throwing that hard. I remember, uh, what was it, a year or two ago, he got up to like 101. I mean, people always wonder why pitchers back in the day were throwing like 4 million innings a season. (laughs) Everybody throwing complete games. It's because they weren't throwing 100 miles per hour back in the day. I saw something, let's see, back in 2008, I had it jotted down here. Um, In 2008, there were only 196 triple-digit heaters thrown by pitchers. Lately, past couple seasons, average of 1,000 pitches thrown over 100 miles per hour. That can't be good. Throwing the, bringing the heat. But there he is, Hunter Harvey. We're not going to see him a full season again. Out with an oblique injury. It's frustrating. I don't know. It's just going to open up the roster for somebody else. Come on up, Zimmerman. Let's see what you got. So I don't know. We Obviously, I wish Hunter Harvey well. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Hunter Harvey when he's healthy. When he's able to come out, throwing 98 on the black. But shit, he's not going to be on the opening day roster. Probably won't see him pitch till about July. That's brutal. Fucking brutal. But God, what is happening with him? It's just a, a, another player. Just can't stay healthy. So, yeah, Matt Harvey and him should go out and have some some dinner. Maybe discuss how the hell they're going to pull their shit together. Try to keep their careers going. So, anyway, yeah, opening day. A few weeks away. I, of course, always make sure that I'm home watching. Haven't been to opening day in a while. I got to get my ass out there. there. There's no excuses. At one point, I i mean, that was basically like uh, religion to me. I, I had to be at opening day. But lately, I, I don't know what's happened. I got to step my shit up. I got to get out there. So, again, if, if you're someone who's tuned in and you're actually headed to opening day, hit me up. Love to hear how it went down. Full count chaos at gmail.com. Coming up in the next few weeks, going to have some guests on, have some fun, new questions, random questions at the end of the, the call. We always like to have fun. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Full Count Chaos. Email Full Count Chaos at gmail.com. Till next time, see you.